Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. We will start off part two of the 2020 Fanning the Flames Phoenix Suns fantasy draft where we left off in part one, and that's with Paul making the first pick of the fifth round. Okay. We'll see. A great pick, bro. And for the rules, coach can be picked whatever round. You can pick a coach now if you want. I could. Do you want to go kicker in the third round in your draft? Do it. That's fine. No, I'm I'm going wild card here round five. Okay. Juan Carter, Carter round out my starting lineup. He's he's not the greatest son. He wasn't from like the greatest era of the Suns either. <laughs> but um, he's a guy. I just really enjoyed him as a player. I enjoyed his personality. I enjoyed what he brought to the court. Um, but I do Eric need Bledsoe. a center. All right. No, I do need <laughs> a center. And I am I'm going for the Polish hammer. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. He's actually, he actually, back when he was playing, he was actually kind of a fun follow on Twitter. He's, he's, he's calmed down a little bit. Most of the ones on there are now just all in Polish, but, um, he could still be fun. You just don't understand it is what I exactly. I just, I don't know. I, I just liked him. I liked his personality. He like had fun on the court. He like spoke his mind. I mean, I know he probably, he he shat on the Suns and like that it was like a circus here and shit. Isn't he the brothel on wheels? I mean, he was he was not here in the best era of the Suns, but when they brought him in, I I was a fan of the um, my East Coast teams, the Washington or, or my Eastern Conference teams, the Washington Wizards. Because I I spent a few years in D.C. during the the Gilbert Arenas heyday. So I, I, I got in on those guys pretty, pretty solid. So I always followed them. So, and he played for them as well. So I, I was a big fan and yeah, I'm, I, I like me a little Martian Gortat. And you know, that, okay. that, that, uh, 11, 12 season, his second year with the Suns, he led the team in points that year. I mean, if, it was only 15 a game, but still led the team in points that year. So <laughs> points per game. So. I said it was a I like the, I like the hammer, man. It's a nice, that's, that's a nice pick. And you needed a big, so you, you did the right thing there. Can I point out that Paul's team is all white guys? Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Hello. Paul. They're the sunburns. <laughs> nice. Okay, Not flashy so, ones. So, Dan, back to you, my friend. Well, Take your time because I, I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm actually going to throw a little bit of a curveball here, and I'm going to go ahead and take my coach. Uh, I'm going to take Mike D'Antoni. Okay. Nice. You know, um, I'm going to say this. I, I like that because I was thinking about doing that right now too. So that helped me because I was thinking about yeah. going with D'Antoni right there with my pick coming up, just because I think with the squad I have, he would be fun as hell as their coach. Same thing holds true for years, though. So go on, but go on. So, yeah, I mean, best. Uh, I mean, in, in my opinion, of course, uh, four-year-old me might think differently, but um, you know, <laughs> fifteen and sixteen-year-old me thought that you know that seven seconds or less era was uh, uh, best Suns basketball you know ever. So um, he was the uh, he was the guy, man. He's a hell of an interview too, um, man. That that'd be a guy that. If you can get that guy on, on a pod or, or, you know, get an interview. He's one with of the guy. few white guys who looks better with a mustache. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't <laughs> look like he's going to like steal your money. Kind of does though. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But, uh, but he's, he's uh yeah, man, he's a hell of a coach. I, I don't, I don't, the way it ended was, was kind of odd. Um, weird transition to Terry Porter um, short lived as it was. I wish it would have ended a lot better. Uh, I really wish um, he could have, 
I really wish he could have uh, could have brought a championship to, to Phoenix, man. And, and to be quite honest with you, I, I actually um, low-key root for him a little bit in Houston, and I hope he gets his championship. Because I feel like he didn't get enough credit for, for revolutionizing basketball. You know, the Warriors. Yeah, he Tucker. changed the game. Yep. Yeah, he changed, he changed the game, the game. forever. He's a Hall of Famer. He'll, he'll get Absolutely. it. And since we're picking six players, you have just enough guys for him to run the team. That's perfect. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you know it's another thing, man, is that um, – People don't give Mike D'Antoni enough credit for what he did as a player. He was an absolute superstar as a player. Play, play with Kobe's over, dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he, the reason why Kobe wore number eight was because of Mike D'Antoni. Idolized oh, Mike D'Antoni in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni was the Michael Jordan in Italy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, no joke. He was, he was winning championships every year. He was the best player in, in, in all, of, all of Europe. So and, he's um, he's like that guy down in Dallas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. That's Let, a perfect let's not talk analogy. About that guy. Right. Perfect oh. analogy. Paul. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Mike D'Antoni was a heck of a basketball player, and um, Kobe Bryant literally the number eight was because he idolized Mike D'Antoni, um, and that was who he grew up watching in Italy. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but that's why he wore eight, man, because of D'Antoni. So a great player and a great coach. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so it's to me. Hmm. So hold on, Justin. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Justin. Don't don't mess my thing up again, man. You uh, did it the first time. I Let's promise. Don't do it again. Here. I promise nothing. So. Let's see okay. what you're gonna do here. <sighs> boy, 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 boy. Okay. Okay. I know where I'm gonna go. So. This is gonna be my sixth man. And I'm, Don't I'm, mess I'm, me up, Justin. I'm, I'm down between two guys here. One's kind of a wild card. I think he might still be there when I make the turn after Flex makes his, his sixth-round pick. So I'm going to go right now, and I think I'm going to mess Paul up because when we talk sixth man and we talk Phoenix Suns, this is the guy that comes to mind for me right off the bat. Come on, dude. LB. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right, yo, listen, that's okay. a great I, pick. I, I can rock hey. with that. I can rock I with that. I love LB. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's who comes to mind for you, for, yeah. for you when you say six man for the Suns? Yeah. yeah. All right, hold on. Don't, 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 don't say nothing, Dan. Don't I'm not. Just, <laughs> just, 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 might have to fight. It's just, no, listen, Just, that's Justin. That's, that's a damn good pick. Very instant pick. Instant offense off the bench. Blur. Great yeah, three point shooter. You know what pissed me I'm, off? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Right now, I'm sitting there thinking, who the hell did I totally, totally space on? And I'm you'll sure know I'm when to find out very up. soon. You'll, you'll I, know. I don't think it's going to change. It might change my mind. No, but you know what? All right, now that we have LB you know, on, the, you know, on the brain, you know, man, this is really going to piss me off. <laughs> he disappeared all, all the time during the playoffs, man. Yeah, he did he play. He, he, he that game that, that game seven against the Lakers though, he was phenomenal. Yeah, um, but the, the I, we, one, we, I the, think the, I think we would have beat the Lakers either way. Without yeah, we blew them out. But he he that's that's the game that jumps out at me as LB's biggest game. And yeah. let's not forget he he came up big when Raja got suspended. Though okay. that series in particular, but everything else I agree with you, D. No doubt about it. I'm not it, just. Here's, uh, I just and remember yeah, the Western flawed. Conference Finals, flawed. man. Uh, the Western Conference Finals. I just I remember him missing a lot of open three pointers, and I'm like, God damn! And then you know oh, what? No, you're course, right. You're right. Of course, right. he's gonna make them with the Warriors, right? When they're making their championship. Right, games. right, right, right. You know, we, he also had years under him at that point. I mean, he was. I mean, he, he did his thing when he was with the Suns, but I mean, he just looked like a deer in headlights most of the time. I mean, he was. He was raw. He was definitely raw. He was raw. He still. He like. Barely understood English. I mean, shit. Nash yeah. had to talk to him on the court in Spanish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just true. Yeah, but so so yeah. I look at LB like That's a great this. pick, Justin. Thank that's you. a great See, pick, I appreciate though. that. And here's where I look at it. I'm, I'm going back to his stats. I'm looking back. And, you know, his, his first couple of years, like you said, making that transition to the NBA. But then you get into his, his, his third year, averaging 13.1 points. His fourth year, that 06, 07 year, was his year. 18 points yeah. a game. Yeah. And most he improved, was, right? Six man a year. And there most you go, exactly. Like and then the year after that, fifteen point six. He started to tail off a little bit there after that. But hey, you give me those years, and you got a guy too that no matter what, throughout his time with the Suns, was shooting three pointers at a high thirties to low forty percent clip, 
and even taken, yeah. you know, his 0607 that year shot 43.4% from deep, taking five and a half a game. Again, That's solid. Give me Rock that. solid. Give me that. Give me that. So you I've know, got when, him when, now coming off the bench, and I've got Walter Davis, KJ in my backcourt. I got DeAndre Ayton, Larry Nance in my front court with, again, Barbosa off the bench right now. You know, I like this, it, will man. A, this will be a fun exercise, you know, for, for, for later on. I want to look at LB, you know, 06, 07. I remember him having that great year. A good exercise would be I want to see what his playoffs look like. That series against the Spurs, I want to see how he did in that series. Maybe I'm right. misremembering it, man, but I'm, I'm telling no, you. No, I mean, I, I, I kind of I, I get what you're saying, D. I mean, I, re, I remember feeling like, you know, there were some games he disappeared, and, and it felt like every – it felt like all the big shots were missed by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of do recall that, but um, I do have some fond memories of him. I mean, that sounds – Oh, absolutely. 100%. Him. Yeah. So that fourth quarter that Goron went nuts, the only, it was him and Barbosa show. Yeah, and um, if, if I'm not quarter. if I'm not mistaken, he was he was a Spurs draft pick, right? Got traded to the Suns. Yeah, he got traded. It was just like well, he was he was a Suns draft. Oh yeah, because technically he was drafted by the Spurs, but right, okay. yeah, because yeah, they drafted him. Right, the the NBA has dumb rules, and you can't draft your own players. Right, right, just like just like Goran was. So, but uh, so, so to your I, point though, Dan, to your point, so that Spurs series, so first of all, okay, that, that playoff season, that 06, 07 playoffs, his overall averages, he was 16 points a game, um, 2.2 assists, 3.5 rebounds, only shot 30% from three point range, which is a far drop from his 40 plus percent during the regular right. season. Spurs right. series, game one, 18 points, game two, 13 points, game three, six points on two for six shooting uh game four 10 points game five eight points game six 13 points so he did definitely trail off from what he was doing and and game five game five that's the game they needed him that was when boris and amari got suspended yeah 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 i see it man i see it i i I listen i see both sides of it but i like i love to pick i mean especially with the team you got i mean could you imagine having to chase KJ and Barbosa around? Oh, man. <laughs> That's Dude, what you got going on right they're, now. They're, they're, the other team's backcourt's going to yeah, die. I, like, literal heart attacks yeah. in the middle game. Just, I mean, KJ and Barbosa might be the two fastest sons to ever play. So. Yeah. Whenever I think of the term combo, combo guard, like if you were going to put the term combo guard in the dictionary or like an encyclopedia, Leandro Barbosa is yeah, the, the picture of the player that I see the when I think of yeah. combo guard. I agree. I he agree. had a little bit of a funky shot too. If I yeah, like, very, very it was funky. kind of like a, long ass kind of right in front of yeah. his face. Kind it, was, of, yeah. it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a weird shot, but it's it's weird because um, I actually I'm, I'm I actually am sort of like a shooting coach. I, I do that on the side, and um, I don't try to change kid shots. I don't believe in it. I, you know, I I don't I don't coach that way. Um, you can you can make some adjustments, but sometimes when you try to redo a whole shot like that, it just it just makes things worse for the kid. Um, but I will say that Barbosa had the weirdest shot that I saw, and I don't know I even know how to frame this, but it was it was a weird shot. But I, for some reason, I always felt it was going in. Yeah. And and that's credit to you know it was a weird shot, but he he mastered it. And um, Reggie Miller's shot wasn't pretty, by the way. Reggie Miller's hands used to flat like this. Yeah. They, they yeah, would hit each that. other. And, and that was something that, and nowadays, with all these, so, these shot gurus and these people that, you know, if a kid shoots like Reggie Miller today like that, someone would be trying to fix that. Right. Um, yeah. And somebody was smart enough to say, we're not going to touch that. <laughs> you yeah. want to flap yeah. your hands in the air all you want. If it goes in at 40%, you know, keep doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I thought Barbosa's shot was weird, but it was un, it was pretty damn accurate, man. It was Unlike Marion's. Right, right, right. Sean. Right, not that Marion's like, wasn't inaccurate. It just looked even weirder. It looked worse. See, so Marion was surprisingly more accurate than people believe, but when he shot it, I didn't feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> like, it, yeah. now Barbosa was the opposite. It looked weird, but I don't know for some reason. Every time he shot it, I thought it was going in. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, like you said. Like you have certain players where you, you you feel like when he shoots the ball, you're like, that's gonna go in. Steve Nash. Correct. Every time I do shot a three, I'm like, yep, yep, that's good. That's gonna go right. in. 
That's good. I haven't had that with Suns until Devin Booker, and until and Booker. and and even then, like Booker's three point shooting, the percentages aren't as high as some of these other guys. Right. Like he's not anywhere near Barbosa percentage wise, but I have the same level of confidence. Just again, right. you look at it, like the, the appearance kind of has that has that impact on right. on on how you look at it as a as a fan and yeah. as an observer. So. Yeah. You know, so another like, thing about I'm sorry, do you go ahead? No, no, just real quick. I, one of those players that 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 uh, that I think about, uh, Justin, who when I look at the shot, I'm like, that shit's going in. Um, this guy had a really brief stint with the Suns. Uh, Michael Red, you guys remember Michael yeah. Red? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah, I remember Michael. That guy, that was my. I mean, that guy, that guy could shoot. Yeah. Period. That guy bro. could that shoot, guy. and his his release was beautiful. Money man. in the bank. Quick. I loved him. And, oh, I loved him in college, man. I mean, listen, he was he was money in the bank, bro. Michael Red was solid. Yeah. Um, that lefty stroke, that lefty stroke was special, bro. Um, we got him at the tail end. He was like kind yeah. of at the end of his run, but yeah, he was uh, who man, Michael Ray. Wow. Yeah, he's he's um, definitely one of those guys that I forget he was a son. Right. Same. Same. <laughs> you know, then, the, then when the, I get reminded, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah I have oh, no yeah, memory right. of right. that time. Yeah. This right. is, this this is me back to back, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So here's how I'm going to run with this, guys. I'm going, to, I'm going to paint the picture before I make the picks, all right? All right? So I'm going with my boy Devin Armani Booker at my two guard, okay? And then I'm going to go with Iso Joe at the three. So I'm playing Booker, Booker, Joe Johnson, two and three. Um, and then I'm going to go with Hawk at power forward with Amari at the center. So now you're going to so, go take the guy that you gave up. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he's still there. So, not only does he give him up, then he doesn't take him later. <laughs> yeah, no. So here's the thing. I'm going fit here. So I, I'm painting the picture again. So we got Devin Booker, dynamic two guard. We got ISO Joe Johnson at the small forward that can create his own shot. And then we got some freaks. We got Connie Hawkins and Amari Stoudemire that need to get the ball. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do something unpopular here, but I'm gonna go with fit. I'm gonna go with fit. And I'm gonna get me a passing natural distributor. Ooh. I'm gonna go with Ricky Rubio. I'm gonna put oh, Ricky okay. Rubio on that okay. team. Okay. okay. So Ricky Rubio is gonna gonna lead my team. He I don't I, want. I, him I to like that man. Yeah, I, me too. I do yeah. like that fit. Yeah, I don't need him to score because I got Booker, I got Joe Johnson, I got Amari, so I don't need my point guard to be a scorer at all. Play defense and pass the ball. So that's why I'm going Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker, Joe Johnson, uh, Connie Hawkins, and Amari as my starters. And That's then not who I thought you were going to take. Okay. <laughs> and then that at was six a little man, surprising. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to go there either, but when I started looking, I see – remember I said it. I initially was going to go with a book of Joe Johnson back yeah, then. Yeah, that's right. But then I realized Joe Johnson could play small forward. He did it plenty of times. So sure thing. I'm like, let's slide down and let's get a passing point guard. I thought about going if, – if it's okay for me to mention some names. Just cool to mention a couple names that I thought yeah. about going. Is that cool? Hey, that's mentioned. your prerogative, man. I, I thought you were going Steph Marbury, dude. Right. Well, here's the thing. I thought about him, but at, at that point, I'm thinking, well, I got way too much scoring, right? Mm. Two, one ball. So I'm thinking, I think Rubio is, is, allows Booker to be booked and stuff like that. I thought about, like, Drogic and a couple guys here and there. That, but I'm, I, I kind of like Rubio. But here's where I'm going with my six man. I'm going with the ultimate six man, guys. I'm going with the guy that's got the most points in the history of NBA off the bench. He is Mr. Six-Man, right? Who am I talking about? EJ himself. EJ. Eddie Johnson. So, Eddie Johnson's my six-man. And You're killing me, Smalls. Is that, hey, is that the guy who you guys were thinking of? See, I'll take LB over EJ. No offense, EJ, but. Okay, okay. We are Eddie Johnson, I feel okay man. now. <laughs> no, listen. I like. Listen. I don't think. I, I don't think you can go wrong, man. I think you can make the argument of Barbosa the better pick there. Um, but uh, I just feel like you know. I, I saw EJ a lot. And EJ actually. I mean, if you if you look back at history, EJ is the epitome of the six man award. Like he's the reason why I think they created the award because he was a guy that what he scored nineteen thousand points or something. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy. I'm like, I'm crazy like that. Um, yeah, so he, you know, he was the guy that, um, made that role off the bench actually a weapon. I, 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 before EJ did it, um, it, 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 it wasn't what it was now. And I think he, he made it cool to be the sixth man and come and drop 20 a game. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm going EJ off the bench. Um, 
and then all I got left is my coach. So I'm hoping that y'all uh yeah, well, you know, there's only four of us here, and I, I feel I feel comfortable there's four good sons coaches. So <laughs> I think I'll get one of them. Um, it, 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 it's a it's a murderer's row of coaches. <laughs> it's a it's a something row of coaches. Hey Paul, how do you feel? How, did you like EJ? Yeah, I did. He was the one. He, I, I was hoping he was going to make it to okay. me. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. He's de- definitely definitely on on my radar as a six man. He was like the first guy when we decided to add the six man to the thing. I'm like, I want EJ, and, but and, I, I maybe probably should have taken him a little earlier than Gortat because you know Gortat. <laughs> no, I, like, I like Gortat. You need no, but you need, a, you, you need the center though. So you. Have I know, to but I could have probably gotten Gortat now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was I was I wasn't fully thinking strategy. <laughs> about I, the picks. You, I, was, a, I was too focused on getting that starting five. Right, right. <laughs> um, and hey, hey, yeah, Flex, you're right. He scored 90,202 points over his career and actually is, and this number doesn't sound great, but if you think about it in the context of who he was as a player and in the context of how many players have been in the NBA in its history, 60th all time in points in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, impressive, right? Yeah. It, it, people, yeah, he he's the sixtieth best scorer in all of basketball. Um, I think this is a crazy night. I think he's got the most points ever to not make an All Star team. That's a that's a real thing. I he's got the that. most career points ever without an All Star appearance. He's also you know one hell of a Twitter troll. Yeah, he is, dude. He's an animal, bro. He's an animal. He doesn't care. He just he and he goes back at anybody, and then he'll bring it up. During broadcast, which I love, he's I, like, I know the Twitter people will not agree great, with man. me here, but <laughs> right, <laughs> it's just right. so great. Yeah, EJ, EJ's one of a kind, bro. But he's a cool dude, man. I met him a couple times out in Phoenix, man. Every time I met him, he's very, very, uh, very nice, very, uh, you know, hospitable. And he, he took a picture of my son, and um, it was, it was, it was cool, man. He's a real nice guy. So go ahead, yeah, just no what kidding. you got, brother? Oh, okay. Um. I'm down between three guys right now. And I, I'm going, like, I, I feel like I got some flexibility here because you know, I've got KJ at my point. Walter Davis can play the two, can play the three. Nance is, you know, three, four, five. I think he can go. DA, yeah. you know, he's, we got the five nailed down. So I feel like I'm kind of open. Um, I, I, one of the guys that I've got that I'm thinking is Hornacek, but I think I'm going to say no to him. Yeah. Ooh, um, damn! Hornacek, Hornacek is like is like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right, he's just sliding, he's just man. <laughs> he's sliding. Um, I, I, and then I think Stefan Marbury because I'm just like, man, you know, that's that's a lot of scoring off the bench and or off the bench. That's a lot of scoring, period. And he, I could put him at the two, maybe next to KJ and slip Davis to the three. But like we say, there's only one ball. Ah, boy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So the third guy – oh, there's four, actually. The other guy I was thinking about was Boris Diaw. But he also has one of the softest handshakes I've ever experienced in my life, which makes me question that. I'm going to go Very limp. with a guy who I, I think – I'm actually kind of surprised nobody's brought him up. I know where you're going here, yet. Just. I swear you to God. You know where I'm going? I, 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 Is it a guy who I'm might not. have played for the Celtics also? Oh, no. That oh. guy's phenomenal, though. Jesus Christ. Don't do it. Head. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Dennis Don't Johnson. Oh, my God. Oh. Hall of Famer, bro. Hall of yeah. Fame Dennis Johnson. Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to go DJ. Put him at the two next to Ooh, KJ. Man, I hold on. So I, I got, I got a question about your team now. Hold on. Hold on. So you're going I have KJ no answer, at the sure. one. Mm-hmm. You're going KJ at the one. Mm-hmm. And you're going DJ at the two. Mm-hmm. With who's, who's, who's your small four? Where are you going I'm, at? I'm going to go Walter Davis at the three. Walter, okay. Walter Davis at the three. Larry Nance and then uh, Aiton. With uh-huh. both of as your six men. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice squad, bro. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good building. That's the that's the squad where again, let's see, one, two, three, at least three players predated the lives of most Phoenix Suns fans. Yeah, most young. And guys. I'm sticking yeah. except for Barbosa and Nance, I think, sticking with the theme of some off court issues. My yeah. I got the bad boys of this draft, boys. Yo, you you might have the most. So Larry Nance was 
uber athletic, mm-hmm. first dunk champ. Mm-hmm. We all know DeAndre is the most athletic son's big ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Johnson at the time was one of the most explosive point guard. He was he was like he was like Russ. He was Russell Westbrook like in in those at our times like right. dunking on Lajuan and stuff, right? Yup. And then Walter David, wow, you might have yeah, you got a freaky team, bro. This is uh, that's I like that team, man. Like I mean, it's going to be 190 to 184 every game. That's what I'm yeah. going for. <laughs> I, so when this draft is over, I'm going to give you all. Hopefully one I, of some of those guys can shoot threes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be the thing. Uh, if, when they vote, are they going to uh, – what era are they going to look at this team? Because that's going to make the difference on a lot of these teams. Like, whatever are we playing in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I tell you what, this two or three, I can't wait for this to be out. Now, I, I love to talk to y'all. I can't, so wait, for, I can't wait for it's, this it's to be almost over. Five. No, no, it's <laughs> almost five in the morning. We got two more hours. We got we to gotta, we gotta live up to the expectation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing, though. When it's over, I got two or three guys. Um, now, I don't think they're going to get drafted, but I'm, I'm surprised. Well, the people not. left on the board? Yeah, left well, on the board. We're talking about the people left on the board. <laughs> Is it time yet? No. Nope. No, it's not, it's not time yet. That's what, I'm say, that's what I'm saying. So when it's all over with, then then I'm I don't know if this guy just taken. I'm gonna be surprised, but maybe not because maybe I'm underrating. But I, I like this guy a lot. I thought about adding him to my team. But let's go. Who's up? Is this Dan? Yep, Dan, you're up, man. Yeah. So, so right I'm, now, I'm, Dan, I'm, you've got you've got kid, and then you've got a hmm, large group. Uh, you got your front court all set up. Looks like. I mean, you can put people where you want to put them. Doesn't matter. You got Alvin Adams. You got Sean Marion. You got Charles Barkley. You got your coach and Dan Tony. I'm gonna draft my sixth man right here. That's this probably a good idea. Man. Dan's gonna take one of the guys I'm thinking right now. Go ahead, D. And, and, and this guy, he, he's he's very much built for 2020 again, because um, you can. He's a little bit of a stretch. Player, uh, you can play him at a couple positions, at a few actually. I'm okay. actually going to take my man Channing Fry as my six okay. man. Ooh, that's a nice one. I like that. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that. That's a nice one. Man, he is built for this game right here. Um, that I'm, is a I'm, nice I'm, one. I'm a little pissed off he wasn't resigned after you know with that whole thing with with the starter. <laughs> yeah, that 48 win team, man. Man. Yo, so so D, let me add, let me just recap here. So you're going Jason Kidd at the one? Yes, sir. And who are you going at the two? Um I, that's that's to be determined. <laughs> okay. That depends if Paul takes horny. <laughs> so 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 just kind we'll of see. So yeah, kids my one. I got I got Barkley, you know, at the four, Marion at three, and now Ben Adams is my center. Uh, okay. All right, so now you so now okay. Five. So it depends on how we get back. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I like right, I like Paul, what you're, you're doing. Paul, you're up, man. You've got right now, you've got Nash. You've got Thunder Dan at your backcourt position. I'm assuming that's how you'd run it. You've got Westfall at You want Dan Thunder Dan at the three, yep. TC at the four, and Gortat at the five. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. That is the team I got. And um <laughs> that's the team I'm rolling with. I will probably lose because I'm gonna run off the court. <laughs> but I got some really, really smart players. Who, what white guy are you taking now? You're taking Horny, aren't you? Oh, my God, please. No, I am not. I <laughs> oh, am my not. God. You have all white guys. I you that missed that? I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, have, you have all crusty. Yeah. <sighs> Remember, they're the sunburns. We've gone through this. The sunburns. Keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to round out the sunburns with a lot of people's favorite son. A small population of people whose favorite son. Um, oh, I know who you're talking. I know who you're oh, I know where you're going. Here. No, none of you guys know where I'm going because I'm going <laughs> Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I love Ced. I love Ced. I, I I love Ced. I thought Cedric was one of the most underrated guys. I love Ced Sabalos. So I, I thought about trying to stick with the with the uh, melanin deficient. Um, Team, uh, I thought about a little Dick Van Arsdale, but like that's where I, I thought you were so going. So little that's about Dick Van Arsdale going. outside that's, of that. He, I thought that's where you were going. Going. Um, I thought about like I mean, Dragic has always been one of my uh favorite sons. Like, 
ever since he was drafted by the team, I always loved watching him. But, I mean, I wanted EJ. I really did. I thought I thought that would be really funny to have an all-white starting lineup and EJ coming off the <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted EJ. He wanted That's why something. I wanted EJ. <laughs> <laughs> some diversity. The, you know, one thing you will, the one thing you will get on Fanning the Flames is crack stat breakdowns and well-thought-out approaches to basketball. Definitely not <laughs> stuff just based on a bunch of white guys and, and, and a black dude. Definitely not. <laughs> so you going, you're, you're Paul. You going Nash at the point? Of course. You're going Thunder Dan at the two. No, no, Westfall at the two. Oh, you going Westfall at the two, Thunder Dan at the three. Oh, I thought Westy was for. Oh, you didn't. You drafted Westy to play. I'm sorry. I thought he was a call. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I drafted drafted him to play. All right, so I, I, Nash, I got somebody else Westy. in mind as my coach. I so who's your three? That, Thunder Dan's your three. Thunder Dan's my three. Thunder Dan then, is my three with a. Uh, Chambers at the four and Gortat. That's a good team, man. Down low. That's a good team, bro. I, I, I mean, I don't hate my team. I don't think I'd win in a four if we did a round robin tournament. <laughs> I mean, if it was real life, you got you got the best player. You got Steve Nash. You got a chance to win, bro. <laughs> if it's real life, I mean, you got you got Steve Nash. I don't know, but Barkley's the best player, honestly. Yeah, I mean. Um, Barkley's the tough, best man. player. I mean, uh, you listen, it's tough, man. I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like, talent wise, Barkley, yes. You know, but, yeah, I, I mean, man. if, if you're Nash building might, the you, team around, you know. Listen, is Steve Nash the best shooter to ever play? I think so. I think so. He's definitely up there. Nah, I, I think he I, is. I, if he's not the best, best. He's, I, I'd say he's top five, definitely. I mean, he's one of the few guys who's oh, like – man, I think, he, I think he's I mean, actually the best. I mean, like, shit. I mean, ever. he's – Best shooter to ever play? Ever. Yo, bro, Oof, he did 50. I don't know, man. Did, I mean, how close yo, is he yo. to a 50-40-90 for his career? Three years close. in a row. He, he did it three years in a row. He's the only person to do it. He did. I know. But, no, I mean, like, you look at his, like, legit – his entire career – He's like, what? What the fuck's his shoes? His entire Paul. Paul, what? What's with Paul? So profane tonight. Can I point that out? <laughs> Paul, his to, to answer late. your question, Paul. Overall career, forty-two point eight percent from three, fifty-one point eight percent. It's two. Um, overall, forty-nine percent overall, and ninety point four percent free through. There you go. He's fifty-forty-ninety wow. for his career. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Fine. Find I agree with you. Else Flex. That got those yeah, who's numbers, who's a better shooter, Dan? I mean, uh, let's uh, let's take into account this. I get it. I get it that. You, I don't know if you're going to say Steph or Clay or somebody, but remember Nash was playing during an era when, you know, he wasn't taking this many shots. I don't that many threes. I don't think that you're going to see a huge fall off on his three point shooting. Mm -hmm. If he took less three or more three pointers, I just don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he, and and here's the thing. It's not like he didn't have some room to spare. And here's the thing. He played in an era. He played in an era where hand checking was a, was yeah. a lot more loud. Defenses were – you actually could play some defense when Nash played. Now you can't breathe on a dude. Yeah. So, well, I um, mean, if we're being honest, if you would have shot some more goddamn threes, you might have had we'd a championship. We'd be champion. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, and, I mean, and the other thing, I'd be interested to see the numbers, like the breakdown of, like, threes off the dribble. Because, I mean, you know, he had the ball in his hands, like, almost every yeah. second of the fucking game. Versus, yeah. like, these other guys who we, like, talk about who are, like, you know, best shooters in the game, like Reggie Miller, you right. know, Ray Allen. Uh, These are guys. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Ray screen. Allen. Ray, to me, Ray Allen's the best shooter. Ever. Right, but I'm saying, but these are guys running off screens, getting open, getting the yeah. ball put right yeah. in their pocket, and they launch it and they score yeah. it. Nash yeah. is probing the defense, you yeah. know, got the ball in his hand, taking that shot off the dribble. It's harder. Yeah. That's a good a point. Of, That's a really I good mean, point. he's 50, 40, 90. Just think about this. He's 50, 40, 90. And then, and then he's also the best passer in the league, he's leading the league yeah. in assists as well. So well, you know, it's it's well, yeah. That well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just real quick. What were Ray Allen's? I guess in looks. I like don't think Ray Allen ever did 50, 40, 90 ever in his career. No, I don't think he did. Not once. I, I think. So, he, and, and 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 I'm I don't not think saying that to, twos to, to And, and to I'm not that. saying that to disagree with you, D. I love Ray Allen. I think Ray Allen's phenomenal. But Jesus, um, I, I genuinely, I, I've had this argument like a hundred times with people, and I swear to you, um, I've always, I, I, this is one I go to my grave with, bro. Steve Nash to me is the best shooter to ever play in basketball. But I think he's, I think he's one of the guys that 
at the same time is one of the most underrated shooters. I think a lot of people don't realize how efficient yeah. he was. You yeah. Know? Like I said, he's one of those guys when the shot, when the ball left his hand, no matter where it was in the court, I'm like, yep. Um, to answer the question, the closest round came to, to, to 50, 40, 90 would have been the 2010-11 season with Boston. He shot 49.1 overall, 44.4 from three, and 88.1 from the line for his career. He was a 45.2 overall, 40% on the dot from three, and 89.4 from the line. Okay, so his so two point, his his his, his two, yeah. Um, well, well I mean, to be to be, to be clear, hold on, let me let me step back and make sure that we're on the same page here too. We're talking 50, 40, 90. 50, I've always looked at overall, not not two. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, I got you. No, no, no. You're right. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you're right. You're right. Overall, you're right. You're right. Overall, you're right. My bad. I'm 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 so, actually. Yeah. So that's okay. So so Paul, you got Sabala. So your 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 player lineup is now rounded out. Again, Nash and Westfall in your backcourt, Thunderdan, TC, Gortat in your front court, Gortat, and Sabalos at your sixth man. You got to take a coach now, right? Yep. yep. So, Paul, yep. your coach. Oh, I got left the coach. Now you pick your coach because it's your pick. Oh, yeah, you're right. It mm-hmm. is. And Lindsey Hunter, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking Igor. the guy who lost his job to Lindsey Hunter. I'm taking a little Ooh, Alvin Gentry. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's I love that. That's a solid pick, man. Yeah. That I mean, is solid. He wasn't the winningest coach of the Suns, he, but I love he him. took what D'Antoni did and mm-hmm. rounded mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, D'Antoni was offense, 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 and he's like, you know, offense is great. Love it. But, you know, you need a little bit of defense. That is a great. That is a great pick. Listen, Alvin Gentry is a, is one of. The, I love Alvin Gentry, yeah. bro, and he's still doing it. Look at the job he yeah. does over there in New Orleans. He's still doing it. He's a son. He's such an underrated coach, man. And he's fucking nice as hell, and he can manage the fuck out of this lineup. And he says okay like a hundred times in an interview. Okay, <laughs> you know what? Bad. I like how Paul says fuck like a hundred times in a podcast episode. <laughs> it's late. You know man. what? I think that it was right after a loss to like a shitty team. I think the Clippers or something like that. And he was his post game press conference, and he was like just talking normally, and then he just went fucking left like real quick. <laughs> and he was like, he just like he threw like three or four like swear words in there, and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alvin for you, bro. That's Alvin. Shit, dude. Uh, I'm like, and then you know, of course, there's always that that memory I have of him, uh, you know, throwing up on the bench. <laughs> During that Lakers series, man, like that—that's oh, Alvin yeah. Gentry, man. He—he was—he was a hell of a coach, man. He definitely didn't get—he—he uh, he didn't deserve to get fired. Uh, that's for damn. No. Yeah, no. yeah, no, no way, no way, man. That—that—that uh, that, that, that was that was a that was a a hatchet job. All right. Yeah. Okay. So so now that Dan has. Uh, Keeps so much praise on Gentry, who he can't pick as his coach. Oh, you already got a coach, Dan. So you got a player coming up here. Yeah. Anyway, huh? yeah, All right. On, so, man. so Dan, where do your pick? You've got right now. You've got your six man fry. You got Kid at your one. You have Marion at your three. Barkley at your four. Adams at your five. Dan Tony as your coach, and your two coming in hot. I need. Oh man, this one's tough. I'm so intrigued with this pick here, bro. Let there's, me see what's going on. There's there's four guys I could potentially pick, right? Oh man, I, I I can go one of four ways, fellas. I can go either Dragic, I can go Q, I can go Hornacek, or I can go Stefan Marbury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with the guy who played the two. Well, he he played one and two during the 48 win season. I'm gonna go with Goran Dragic. Okay. Um. I, I I really was was lo- was looking at Dragic for my last my last player pick just because he you know during his time with the Suns at least that that like you know up to 2010 he was definitely a bench guy and he he definitely kind of led that bench unit during that 2010 season. I mean, if you guys remember, we thought the, we thought the we thought the fucking Spurs were dead, man. We thought that was it. Yeah. We thought he killed them. Yeah. He slayed no. them, if you will. But he did not. 
No, he did not. They, they, right. they were very much alive. All right, so I like that pick, man. So you got Gorn at your two. You got Kid Gorn backcourt. Marion Barkley Adams front court with Fry off the bench and DA Mike D'Antoni as your head coach. All right, I like that. So now I got to go head coach, and <sighs> that's a tough one for me. Like I, I look at it from the nostalgia perspective, and I immediately go Cotton Fitzsimmons. That's who I think. Yeah. I'm like I loved Cotton as a coach. He's a guy that's you know he, he is somebody who you automatically associate with son's history that guy cotton fitzsimmons but i'm not gonna go with him. all that being said um i'm actually gonna go a little more recent perhaps as recent as you could possibly go i'm gonna go monty williams that's a great pick man i just love monty williams as a coach i mean first of all you have to look at the improvement the team had from this year to last and We've talked about it on the pod before, and, and, and we talked about it before the season, even into the season. And it's hard to really truly make that comparison because there was so much turnover with the team. But you look at the guys who are on the team this year and were on the team last year and look at the improvement that they've made under Williams in that one year, and, and you have to be impressed by it. I mean, look at D.A. He became exponentially better on D this season than he was last Outside of that suspension thing, he had, you know, he had a great year. Um, you look at Booker, who, I mean, he's grown every year through his career, but he's continued to grow under Monty Williams. Uh, you look at Mikhail Bridges starting to really come into his own and and become that 3 and D type player that we wanted. And and you you look at him last year, the, you know, I'll say last year, you know, 18, 19, there were there were concerns like, well, dude, is the guy going to be a three and D? I mean, the three the D was there, but the three was Oof. was was scary. But you look at that the improvement overall. Like I was saying, you look at Mikhail Bridges starting to come into his own, and and he has that team, you know, meshing as as a group. Dan, I know you don't think as highly of this as Paul and I do, but at the end of the day, that starting five when you had. Rubio, you had Booker, you had Bridges, you had Ubre, and you had Aiton. Net plus minus wise was the best, best starting league. five in the NBA. And and that, that says something. And that has yeah. something to do yeah. with, with the coaching. I mean, I haven't Absolutely. seen anything that Monty Williams has done this year where I was like, Oh man, Monty, what are you doing? Now he had some there, there were some there were some rotational things and what have you, but I think at the same time, with all the injuries he was dealing with and facing. A coach yeah. is going to have that, especially a coach who's been out of coaching for a while, and and we 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 draw that that uh, you know we drew, drew with Gentry that comparison you know to to New Orleans. You look at you look at Monty with what he did when he was back there, right? Um, wait, hold on, did I just totally? No, okay, I'm right, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was yeah he was he was coaching yeah. Anthony Davis and everything. So, point being, Monty Williams did he coach Anthony Davis? My uh yeah he did yeah he he coached his first Chris like Paul two seasons yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah you're right I'm sorry yeah yeah um, you know what and he's and, a guy and, who who not but for that tragedy he went through in his life he would have been a guy that you know probably was coaching throughout that entire that entire string and you have to take into account the fact that he came from that San Antonio tree you know that yeah. as much as we don't like to admit it they 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 learn how to coach down there and it's a hell of a um, tree. You know, was was it? Uh, it was, I, I, yeah. It was Monty. The you guys ever read that Ryan Anderson story yeah. with Monty? Yeah. Oh yeah. How when his, uh, when his girlfriend committed suicide, he was he was he went there to meet Ryan, like right after it happened, and then had him stay at his home. I mean, that's the kind of guy you want leading young men. Yeah. And one hundred percent. I mean, geez, geez. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've a player in the league has something bad to say about Monty Williams. Right. Yeah. Let me, let me kind of, let me defend my stance a little bit, Justin. What, what's your stance? First of all, before you defend it, I feel like we need to know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> no. So you mentioned that, that I wasn't, a, that, that I wasn't a fan of, you know, the, 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Booker, Ayton, Kelly, Mikhail, you know, Ricky lineup, which I am. I would say you're wrong. not, I didn't say you weren't a fan of it. I just say you didn't put as much into the, net rating that they have as perhaps Paul and I do. Sure. 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 Sample size. Uh, yeah. So we, we've had this discussion off, off air quite a bit. The only thing I have is I just, 
and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And I know everybody loves Kelly, right? Yes, he's, you're he's wrong. A fan favorite. <laughs> he, he and I love Kelly. I'm not saying I don't like Kelly. I just don't see Kelly as part of the future here. I, I just, I just don't. Well, it's possible because um, he he very well if he has another year this upcoming year, depending when that's uh, whenever that starts. Right. Um, like he like he has the past two, and and continues to show that little bump in his game, like he has from his first year with the Suns to his second year with the Suns. Uh, he might price himself out of being a Phoenix Sun. Yeah, and, and it's such it's what's crazy is it's such a wild card, right? He's such a wild card in the sense that he can price himself he can price himself out one, two the Suns could not be great next year and then he's a trade chip at the trade deadline mm-hmm. or he just doesn't fit he's he has a, a, a okay season a mediocre season and he's a trade chip because he's an inspiring contract that some team would like and we could trade for, for for a different piece he's such a big wall you know what in a perfect world yeah man you know what the suns they, they come out running and gunning next year they, they improve the bench you know they they get better they get better players they don't have you know Frank Kaminsky coming off as a sixth man and uh, you Frank know Kaminsky they, was they, an eighth man he was <laughs> unfortunately he had a he had a you know he because of injury he had to be put you know he had to be put into action um, you know hopefully you know Cam continues continues to be the shot shooter that he is and you know we had a couple pieces and and we'll be great uh, you know or improve right we'll we'll be contending for the playoffs. And, you know, maybe Kelly's still in that 15 to $16 million range where we can just resign him. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, we still have his bird rights. So, yeah, um, no, we, we don't. We don't. We don't? Because it's only a two-year deal. We can't do an extension okay. with him. He, he's, but can we, can we, can we go over the cap form? Yeah, we can go over the cap form. We can okay, go over right. the cap form. Yeah, we can go over okay, the cap then. Uh, okay, yeah, we can go over the cap for him. I, I yeah, you, yeah, you can't, you can't do extension, but you got the bird rights to give him more than anybody else. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, but I, yeah but Paul's in, right, in, you can't do an extension. In a perfect world, yes, but at yeah, the same if they got for a three-year deal, they could have done an extension, but gotcha, number didn't work for whatever reason. So Paul's our uh, Paul's our cap guy. No, I just happened to learn that like the other day. So. <laughs> oh. Paul, take the compliment and the credit, man. Just go with it. I was no. eight years old when I, I, when I found that out. So I'm Irish. I can't take compliments. We are we are down to the last pick in the 2020 Phoenix Suns fantasy draft on fanning the flames, and that pick goes to Mr. Flex, who from needs Jersey. coach from Jersey. Okay, so um, I'm gonna keep this one pretty simple because y'all took yeah I said just about four coaches I like. I'm I'm gonna go Cotton man, Mr. Fitzsimmons. I'm going. Good old Cotton, who used to scream at EJ all the time. Um, he's going to coach him now again. So, uh, yeah, I like Cotton in this in, in this setup. Um, I think uh, – I, I mean, I, 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 if you had to – if is he the greatest Suns coach ever? If you really had to look at – I mean, I'm just talking about, like, I don't know if stylistically. I'm just saying, like uh, – you know, just uh, he's definitely the most. And he got the most wins, right? He's got the most wins, and I think he's the most. He's the I, most I, fan favorite. That's what I mean. I that's what yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm having I a hard John time McLeod, at 3:30. John McLeod, I think, has the most wins. You're right. McLeod got the most wins, right? Yeah, 3:30 in the morning. I'm struggling with some yeah. words. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but 3:30 um, yeah, in the morning, we'll forgive you for not knowing which Phoenix Suns coach has the most wins, <laughs> because <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's, it's McLeod, but I think I think the most uh, the most beloved. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most beloved. That's a good. That's a good word for it. Um, they just, you know, I loved them. I loved them growing up. I remember a funny, funny thing is I remember when we uh, when West when Westfall took over in ninety two, ninety three, his first year. And obviously, we sixty two and twenty went to the finals. I remember being pretty damn scared that summer. Cause I didn't know anything about Paul Westfall as a coach. Like I knew him, I say, oh, Paul is a great player, but I was I was real like I was like, man, we're so used to Cotton, and Cotton's leaving now. We got Barkley. Is is this rookie coach gonna be able to handle Charles Barkley? And to you know, to his credit, he was phenomenal. Westy was great. So, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, all three of you guys, I love Monty. I actually, probably, I would have went Monty if if you would have left him on the board for me, Josh. But you killed me all night. So that's what I do. I, I, I had thought about Cotton as my pick, but 
because I hadn't, I wasn't a Suns fan back then for basically because I didn't know the Phoenix Suns existed because I lived in <laughs> St. Louis. Um, I just, I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to, to, to take a coach that I never experienced. Right. I, oh, gotcha. I, I just I know him as a name and that like, Oh, he was, he was a great coach and like Suns fans who are gotcha. around love him. I just, yeah. And Cotton, I mean, he, over his two stints with the Suns, cause he coached them in the early seventies and then again in the uh, late eighties into the early nineties before uh, Westy came on. Yeah. Don't uh, even he, mention his last year though, Jeff. He had, yeah. Right. <laughs> He, he had, 13. <laughs> yeah, he, he had he had uh, two, 314 wins overall. So he is second all-time behind John McLeod, um, who coached for 15 years and had 579. Oh, but exactly. overall, he's ahead of – he's had a, a Mike D'Antoni, who would be third, um, Westy at fourth, and Gentry at fifth. Uh, but now you look at Fitzsimmons' uh, winning percentage, too. Uh, during his first stint, he, he was at 59%. His second stint, he was at 66%. So, I mean, he was successful, wow. too. And he was one of two coaches in the Suns' history to win Coach of the Year in the NBA. Yes, yes, yes. So, I, I, and I, I mean, think that's and, a good thing. And he pick. was an executive, too, right? I mean, he, yeah. he, he actually was the executive with, with uh, Brian and Jerry. Yep. Uh, he actually – actually was a big part of the Barkley trade. If, but you, if know, you look I, at a guy who, who is kind of associated with the Suns, you think of a name associated mm -hmm. with the Suns correct, from, correct, the, from, from a non-player perspective, you think Jerry Colangelo and you think Cotton Fitzsimmons, as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's, yeah. Those are the two that come to mind for me. That's on the money, bro. Yo, can we pick owners next? I'm going Colangelo. No, <laughs> <laughs> I already know what Justin's going to pick. Give me Sarver all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'll pick whoever's next. Me and Robert, me and Devin Booker, the only two Robert Sarver fans in Phoenix. Hmm, think about Yo, that. Yo, Robert Sarver gets a bad rap, man. Let Thank you. Flex, he does get boy. a bad. He he does get a bad rap, man. You know what? Um, I mean, he's not Tillman Fertitta. No, I tell you what's funny. Not. You you want me to, you want me to tell you? I know Solar Panel did the whole Ryan McDonough trial. Mm -hmm. I'd love for us to do a Robert Sarver trial. Because I think it, I think it would. I'm telling you, I think it would be a lot closer than people think. I'm not one of those guys that hates everything Robert Sarver has done. Um, I think he gets a bad rap. I think he made some mistakes, but I also think that he's done some good things that people don't want to give him credit for. So we'll flex see. your your team to wrap it wrap wrap up that draft. Then you've got Rubio at the point. You've got Booker at the two. You've got Joe Johnson at the three. You've got Stat at you got. Hawk stat at the four five somewhere. Yeah, stat at the two. five, Hawk at the four. There you go. You got EJ off the bench. You got Cotton as the coach. All right. Yes, sir. I like these teams. Paul, your team's, you know, all right. Interesting. <laughs> and, you know, if before this somebody would have been like, Gortat's getting selected, I'd be like, no way, man. Gortat. <laughs> hey, all right. So hold on, guys. Before, remember I said I wanted to yeah, yeah, touch on some it. of them guys, right? So, Roger Bell. Rajah Bell was a guy that came to my mind Yeah, as, as a guy as like a possible six man that could play some defense. I, I was like, damn, do I took go with Rajah? No one uh, – who took Horny? Nobody did. No one took Horny. Yeah. So, so that one's one that jumped out at me. I'm like, man, Hornacek, wow. I, I actually took him and then, and then reneged on him. So um, my bad for him. So I thought Hornacek was surprised. I thought Rajah Bell was one. Somebody mentioned Boris Diaw. I like yeah. Boris Diaw. I, I thought about taking him just because, you know, you look at it from kind of the over all-around game perspective, you know. For a, for a big, he, he was a good passer, um, good vision, and, and was kind of that jack-of-all-trades for the Suns during those years where he was there. Um, but yeah. when I looked at it and I was like between him and, and DJ, I mean, I can't, I can't pass on a guy who ended up with a Hall of Fame career and, and was a can't, solid player no for the Suns while he was there. No yeah. Um, to, to take Boris Diaz. All right, so I got one for y'all. I think y'all going to be surprised by this. This one, this one I really, really thought about. Um, his, the, my problem with him was longevity, but it wasn't time. It wasn't – this was prime guy, Antonio McDyess. Mm. First – Forgot first, about McDyess. The first time. I don't know time. why I forgot about him. I thought about him making him my first right? five, man. I'm not That's lie. what I'm saying. Now, I'm not I, talking I about thought about him before time. the draft started and then forgot. 
Remember, we got him in his prime when he was all-star Antonio McDyess before he went back to Denver. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about playing, like taking him at the four, playing him and Amari together. But I'm, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, he, what he, and he played one year with Phoenix, right? Before he, played, he left. He played 24 games for the Suns. Oh, excuse me, hold on. He played 81 that first year, first time he that was That first time. Yeah, then one, he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he left, and then he came. Second time around, yeah, that was like a, a, a victory lap type thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was a, he was a guy I thought about because um, I thought in his, you know, when we had him the first time, he was a legitimate all-star. Um, I hate that he went back to Denver the way he did. I think he he blew a lot of things up. Um, but yeah, that's a guy. So I thought that was, was interesting. In that stretch, I mean, yeah, he was legitimate also. As actually, like stats wise, he was actually the lowest of that like prime period before his injury. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So who do y'all think, man? You, you guys got anybody that you surprised didn't make the squad? <laughs> well, well, I, 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 had, I legit thought about taking Jason Richardson. Oh, why not, yeah. man? Jay Richardson. The, the, I, I, mean, was... I needed some flash on my team, and he definitely brought That's that nice to the game, game, both from three and with, you know, former slam dunk champion and whatnot. Definitely he, was a big part, he was a big part of that 2010 yep. squad that went to the Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, absolutely. That would have been a great pick. And and I was you know I mentioned him early on and I was only kind of half joking but Richard Dumas man I mean again if we're looking at yeah. just the performance while he's with the Suns it was obviously a very short period of time but I mean he he, he played a total grand total of sixty three games for the Suns period over two years um, one year when he was suspended and obviously played zero um, but we've talked we talked about this during that Zoom I think if I recall correctly but dude he was huge that 92-93 season for the Suns rookie year absolutely um, absolutely but, but again it's one of those that's we're talking about all guys that probably would have been if we extended this another two three rounds you start looking at yeah that's a guy to take I thought about Roger Bell too just from a the three point perspective defense yeah. perspective and b I mean clothesline Kobe I, I, right, just right, for that right. you get you get bonus right. points um but but yeah again right. when we're going six about, deep it's a little tough about Grant Hill mm-hmm. I, I thought like, about we, him too man I thought about Grant but I was I was afraid that people were gonna underrate his value he was because so good for us I mean he wasn't so good he so wasn't good. like Detroit Grant no I mean that wasn't happening but I mean he you know, he Steady came back, Eddie. you know, Suns got him healthy after all his injuries. And, you know, he played so well for the Suns. Yeah, was such I, I a, he was like the best version of a glue guy possible. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Grant Hill, man, when he was with us. Yeah. Grant Hill, man. Grant Hill. I, I was um, I, I was a little shocked that Q and Marbury were still on the, on the board. I know, like, yeah, uh, Marbury, yeah, Marbury and Q, yeah. yeah I, I almost took him. I definitely thought about Marbury. Two. I definitely thought about Marbury, but again, when you look at the team, it's like you, you can only have so many. You, you can only have so many point guards. And, you know, it's one of those things. You kind of look at it. The Suns have had a awesome mix of point guards over the years. Yeah, you know they really have. Whether yeah. they were there for a short period of time, long period of time, once, twice, whatever, they had a good yeah. mix. Um, but at the end of the day, you only have so many spots to fill, right? Yeah, Correct. yeah. Which is which I is crazy that they went. Yeah, I think that's why they went, yeah, why they went two three years so particular. Yeah, yeah. You, exactly. know, you guys are both making the same points at the same time. I get what you're saying. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let Josh me ask Jackson. you something, man. Ooh. I'm gonna tell you, I got it. I thought about. Yeah, yeah, you might think I'm crazy, but but man, I was thinking about Markeith. Markeith, that's Mark. not great. He would play good for the Suns. That's, that's, that's what crazy. I'm saying. I I, like I, I was thinking at one point, like, man, he can he can play for me, maybe. Like, but you know, I, I knew he wouldn't be the popular choice in the vote, probably. So, I was kind of surprised that uh, Mikhail didn't get picked in like one of the later rounds. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I think, we, I think we'd all kind of filled our wing spots pretty early. I think one one more round, Mikhail gets picked. Right, Absolutely, right, right. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Sure. To be honest, what's crazy is I I didn't even think about Mikhail. <laughs> no, really. Well, as I, crazy I, as I, that sounds. Well, you got to well, look I at. Remember. I mean, if you look at it, you look at the 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 history of the team. I mean. 
Right. And and you look at again, we're talking about what we've what we've seen out of players yeah. with the Suns. Um, even my pick of DA, you know, the, the pick I think is it's solid overall either way. But he's not. If we look so at it now, I'm, I'm not drafting on his potential, right? I'm I'm still right. drafting him right. as he is right. now. Mikhail Bridges could right. very well end up he's being still twenty and twelve right now, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's why that one makes sense. Mikhail, you think about it, if you look at it from the perspective of the Suns as a whole over the years, can he eventually be one of those guys where you're like, yeah, I want to take him if I'm doing something like this and exercise like this? Absolutely. But if I look back at everybody that exists in the history of this franchise and him as he is right now, would I say, yeah, no. How many right. more years right. till he's a guarantee top five? One. <laughs> one or two more years, I think, and eight in the solidified, bro. Eight, I think sure, but – Oh, the, oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You talking about Mikel? Yeah. I think about about the same time. Two years. About another two years. Yeah. I think Mikel's going to be a legitimate solidified. I mean, I was going crazy last night on Twitter about him. I, I, I had a little. I wouldn't say a rant, but I was like, man, I love. That's a guy who. That, that's a guy who, when all is said and done, if he sticks with the Suns and continues to do what he's been doing in his first two years, could end up being one of those all-time fan favorites with the team. Like yeah. one of those guys yeah. that doesn't polarize either way. Everyone just loves him. I said something on my on on when I did the show with Jam Session, and I wanted to kind of clear something up about that because I don't want people to over, you know, overreact to what I said. So I, I said that in times even back in the when we when we initially uh drafted him during that summer i have said and i know it's did some recency bias now because i'm going to say this and people are going to be like oh you know you're watching the last dance and that's why you're saying that but I, I i wish we had records to go back and 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 see that i was saying this back when it happened but um i actually genuinely said like during the draft, I thought Mikel was like a poor man, Scotty Pippen. And and what I meant by that was, you know, Scotty went to a small college. He came out three years later. You know, he didn't, Scotty didn't become Scotty Pippen until maybe, you know, three years into the league and people right. started to see, wow, this guy can make steps. And he took <laughs> tremendous leaps offensively. Um, he was, I mean, if you want to be active, you want to be fair, let's go back and look from the very beginning. Um, his numbers and style of play are very reminiscent of what we're seeing from Mikel right now. Um, I don't know that Mikel can develop Scotty's game because Scotty, Scotty's mid-range game was much better than Mikel's. The counter argument is Mikel's three ball is much better than Scotty's. Sure. Um, but defensively, intangibles, uh, this uh, egoless type of style that they play with, underrated um, passer underrated passer, glue guy. Um, my point was this. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep rambling, but it, this is, I made this point to someone. I said, listen, um, if you look back at the Lakers, the, the Showtime Lakers in the 80s, you know, everybody talks about Kareem, Magic, and Worthy. The fourth guy that made everything come together on that team was Michael, Michael Cooper. Cooper. Correct. Michael Cooper. Okay. Monty said he thought that Mikhail reminded him of Michael Cooper. And then when I, another example is the Golden State example. You know, Steph, Clay, and Draymond is what everybody talks about, but Eagle Dollar is what stirred that drink. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways. And I, and I see a lot of Mikel in those two players I just mentioned. Michael Cooper, Eagle Dollar. I think the next great Suns team, Mikel is going to be the guy that we're going to look at and say, you know, again, Booker was great. Aiton was great. Um, but man, without Mikel Bridges, they don't win anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want people to think, oh, Flex is just throwing names out there. You know, he's not Scottie Pippen. He, no, he isn't Scottie Pippen. This is a top 50 player ever. Mikel's not that. But um, but he's cut from the same cloth. That's what I mean. Right. You know the, I mean? The, 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 the role that he can fill Correct. with a team is going to be akin, hopefully, to that type of role at Pippen filled for the polls. I got you. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes exactly. sense. All right. So, hey, let's let's wrap this up. This has been fun. I've enjoyed this. It's great to talk to other guys besides Paul. No offense, Paul, that have insight <laughs> into the Suns and their opinions. Um, and, and, and Paul likes having Dan on because he has somebody to give shit to since he's the one always getting it on this show. Appreciate you, uh, Flex, you, Dan, joining us here. Why don't you guys 
hey, say say a little last thing if you want to. Throw out your Twitter handles, whatever you want to do. Uh, make sure we'll make sure folks give you guys a follow if they don't already. I'm sure a lot of them do. Yeah, I'm at uh, I'm at D Duarte. Um, you can catch my uh, hot takes or not so hot takes uh, on Twitter. I'm pretty uh, active on there. All right. Hey, I'm at Cruz Fe13. And uh, yeah, man, same as same as Dan. You can uh, you can catch me every now and then screaming about something Phoenix Suns. And uh, I love you guys on the show, man. I'm a big big fan of what you, Justin and Paul you guys do. So uh, keep doing great stuff, man. And um, I'm always available, man. You know, like we always say here on Fanning Flames, we do appreciate everybody out there that listens. We we we. we are happy to do this when we do do it it's enjoyable and again we appreciate you guys taking the time to give it a listen you can find me on twitter i'm at so says j paul uh dervish of world i'm gonna mute dan because he's doing something over there <laughs> and the pod <laughs> is at fan the flames nba and until next time depending on when you're listening thank you for listening and have yourself a good morning good afternoon or good evening stay safe out there everybody Just wanna get-